Hands off parenting. It's just hands off parenting. Put that down, don't touch that, stop it. Where's the line? Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Steph. Welcome to Hands Off Parents. Happy Halloween. We're going to air the show today because we're already late. This oh week. yeah! Oh yeah! So we have yeah. to show up. So happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! What is? Did we talk about this last week? What Iris was going to be? No, no. She's a robot, and she's awesome. It looks awesome. I saw this costume. Her robot uh, had to have surgery because it was like mm. this epic robot that was made, and it like she wore it for thirty seconds and took it off. So. Our friend, who is a costume designer for Houston Grand Opera, who made the robot costume for her, took the robot, like did some surgery, shrunk the box, took the head off, like redid some stuff. Nice to have friends. Put some more foam in. Who are I know? I'm like you are so lucky because I can't glue a thing on a thing. Like I'm not crafty. Doing it, I was really shocked at first, and then I was like, I'm mad at you that you thought that I would had the ability to do that. Well, you said there was some like some sort of text you sent that was like. Oh, we're working on Iris's costume, and I was like, "What do you?" Who's I was basically we? eating M and M's and yes. watching them <laughs> yeah. work on Iris's costume. That's more like it. Um, it, Halloween though, is the best night of the year because it's like steal candy from your kids' night. And, you know, and I quit sugar like not too long ago. Every I, like I I'm feel like once a month I hear the sentence out of your mouth, and I don't is, understand. I'm addicted to sugar. Like, Why I have a sugar would you? Addiction. Who gives a shit? You get one <laughs> shot in this world. I also have like 900 cavities. It like, do you? Yes. It grows in your gut. Like it's the worst. Sugar is the worst thing for people with gut issues. That's true. I have According heard that. to my friend, Emily. Oh. Who said I have to eat more sauerkraut. <laughs> she was like, and I did. I was like, I'm buying sauerkraut and I'm giving up sugar. It's not a good trade off. No. <laughs> to be honest. I will never give up sugar. Uh, I probably will eat a lot of candy tonight. Yeah. I already start. No, yeah. like we got a bunch of candy this weekend. We totally. Went to this, like, and we went to this Dia de los Muertos festival yeah. on Sunday and there was Aztec dancers and it was awesome. And Jack literally went, like, they were like, who wants to learn Aztec dancing? And Jack went up with my friend Rosie and they did Aztec dancing together because her kid didn't want to do it. And I was like, I don't want to do this. And, and Jack did it like footwork, fancy footwork. Fearless. Yeah. It was so fun to That's watch. Yeah. And Levi was like judging him in the corner. Oh, like, Levi was like, give me his snack. Sticking now. pens in a booty I ate my snack. Now I want his snack and like glaring evilly. Plotting. I was like, don't you want to go? And he was like, his no. takeover. No. What are your kids going to be for Halloween? Uh, Jack is a red power ranger and Levi is a dinosaur riding dragon. And did they request these costumes? Yeah, they picked them out. How are you executing a dinosaur riding a dragon? He got one of these costumes. It's like you put your feet in. It looks like you're riding this dragon. But then he was like, but I want to be a dinosaur. I was like, I don't. All right. And we have, as you know, 7,000 dinosaur masks. You do. So he's a lot of masks. Oh, I do. I thought of you this morning because I didn't want to take the extra one second to pour my coffee into a to-go container. So mm. I just took the mug in the car with me. Nice. And I appreciate that. And then it like spilled everywhere as I knew it would do when I made this choice. Yeah. When I made this bad choice. And then I had no things to wipe things in my car with. I was like, I don't have a Kleenex. I don't have a towel. I don't have a wet wipe. And I thought if Abby was here, she would have one of those things. I would, but I also would have spilled coffee in my bag because I do that regularly. <laughs> I, and, All right. Yeah. So we're even. So we're even. Okay. So speaking of not even, I don't know. Speaking of even, I have no segue. We have a very special guest with us today. Yep. Aaron is here, and you may recall that Aaron uh, visited us 
I think a while ago now. It's been a little while. 20, yeah. 20 episodes back. 20? I don't Maybe. know. I have a, literally no idea. That was a number I pulled from the sky. Time passing is no longer <laughs> a thing that I'm like conscious <laughs> it's of. It's a construct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Aaron's here because... Well, because you're awesome and you're great. And, but also, so we talked last week about this like mental load, this motherly mental load. And we kept being like, what are dads? Dads don't care. Dads have no mental load. And Aaron sent us a very, a very well crafted email that was like, by the way, I do have a mental load and I would like to list some things. Well, no, I, I hope that didn't come off too too much like that. I, what I, Abby read it and cried, but it was fine. (laughs) It was fine. I, I, I was trying to reinforce what, what you guys were saying and, Sort of the idea that there there is a mental load. It's just not even close to the same thing. And I talked to my wife actually before I came here because oh, I was good. like really self conscious about being like I don't want to go like talk about how we do things without like she's like no, you you liar <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not going well I hate this. Were you afraid of mansplaining? I, I, I am very afraid of mansplaining. <laughs> so you can kick me under the table. Um, <laughs> but I, you're... I, I also just read an article. Sorry. No, I was gonna say you're a very woke man, though. Like well, thank you. you know, you're yeah. you're like you get it in a way that I don't know if a lot of men get it. I literally, just read a really good article about men interrupting women. I saw you posted it, and yeah. I liked it. It's, but I didn't read it. So tell us what it is. It's really, really good um, as like a way of explaining to men how women feel to be interrupted because this is a thing that I do too much. So again, kick, I, I caught myself. I was about to interrupt you, Stephanie. <laughs> so, but I interrupted you first. So, well, and, and, then, <laughs> and then this is the impossible challenge of, but the point of the article is sort of like in a conversation, like this excuse that you use is like, Oh, well I interrupt everyone. I interrupt my friends. I yeah. do. So that's just how I talk. And when you talk like that, and it's the same. But then it's sort of like well, women sort of have to do this mental calculation in their heads all the time. Am I talking too much? Am I talking enough? Um, I'm just going to let this guy talk so that I'm not upsetting the social balance. And mm-hmm. and so, so you know, as a man, you might have to feel uncomfortable by talking less because that's how women feel all the time. Do you feel yeah. that way? Uh, that I let men talk? No, like do you calculate the amount of... Of speaking that you're doing. Uh, I do in certain situations. Like we have, like if I'm in class, not teaching, then I'd never shut the F up. But if I'm like taking a class, I often do stop and say like, oh, I'm talking, I'll even say I'm talking too much. That's a woman thing. Like we, we, the hedging and disclaimers yeah. and apologizing. I'm sorry. I'm talking. That is I'm, true. I, yeah. I do in a, cl- in a class situation. I remember as a student, I would be very cognizant of talking too much. Yeah. But as a professor, I know full well that I appreciate when students talk mm-hmm. a lot, but so it's like this weird paradox where I'm like, I know it's okay, but I also socially don't think it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's really, I recommend the article. I think it's called, uh, uh, interrupt me one more time. It's like on a site called Katie, Katie, Kate, K A T Y K A T I Kate. Jesus. Oh, I Tony, don't Tony, even, Tony. I don't think yeah. I can do it. But I don't think I'm going to retain that. <laughs> I, 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 I'll post it. It's a thing that I, like, I conscious of me interrupting my wife all the time, and I've literally used the excuse, but this is just how I talk. Yeah. And so this article was like... Does she no. get on you about it? Yes. Okay. Like, and I've been defensive about it, and... And and now I feel bad because I'm believing this really good article instead of my wife telling me that I talk right. too much. And so I'm just like, oh no, double. My double. husband says that all the time. He's like, I told you that 2.3 years ago and then so-and-so said it. And it's usually Abby, Chloe, blink. And now it's the word of law. 
And I'm like, yeah, yeah that yeah. is true. So you're welcome. It's always kind of the internet versus her. Yeah. But uh, on the <laughs> mental load thing, what what I was trying to say was like, there, yes, this is mental load, but the the difference is uh, that the idea of like the household mental load yeah. is kind of the being the manager versus the like employee. I think that's a good analogy. Like, it's like a you're, really you're, good employee. You're the one of... Ha- I, I try to be I mean, a good. Imp- that's a good analogy, isn't that interesting? Mm. Yeah, I just slipped. I well, just did a slip. I, so, <laughs> a, a thing that you guys were talking about in your last episode that I heard is you said you had all these unspoken arrangements. Yes, right. and like right. that's how you do things. It's just like this is unspoken, and I do this, and you do that, and whatever. And there was a cart. I think the cartoon predated the article about the mental load. Do you remember the cartoon that I'm talking about? Uh, no. There was like a cartoon that was about the idea of the mental load that circulated a while ago, like a comic. Yeah, like a comic. Not that. Not like. A, yeah. Yeah. Like I think I actually posted strip. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Um, and that sort of made me originally think like, oh, like this is like I know this is a thing, and yeah, and so like Kate and I like. We had a conversation about it. We sat and we talked. You guys are a nice couple. I know. <laughs> I, I feel like you need to be like doing relationship like yeah. crash courses or no, master no. classes. Just, just, you talk just to we, your wife? Just because we talked about it doesn't mean it went well. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, and yeah, it turns out there's all these things that she's doing and she's not super happy about the fact that she has to do all this stuff. Um, and so, and I'm, again, I'm a little bit embarrassed, like, I had her make the list because I didn't even know enough about what gets done around our house to draw up the list of all the things that right. are being done. Right. And so she literally sat down and she wrote a list. Here's all the things that have to be done for our household to not catch fire and burn down sure. and our kids to be fed. And then we went through and we like divided them up. So wow. we, oh. we, we, we like made it spoken where she does this and I do these things uh-huh. and it's helped. And like we've traded off a few things like, they're like we still lie with our kids at night when they go to sleep because they won't go to sleep without one of us in the room. I have that child. <laughs> oh yes. And you know who has to lie in the bed with her? Is it you? It is me. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. It is me. <laughs> it is always me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Kate, like that, drove her insane. Was it? Is it Kate too? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The boys yeah. want her to. And yeah. and so you know, like she would come out of there after like an hour so of struggle, fucking pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like so angry every night, and I was just like, well. Like, I'm going to be reading Twitter on my phone anyways. So, like, I don't mind lying in there while James tries to, like, stick his foot up my butt because I'm, like, <laughs> lying next to him. Uh, it doesn't bother me as much. And so we just traded doing that. And, like, it's made a really huge difference. But and, your like, kids let you do that trade? After a while. It, it was a, while. a bit of a struggle. Because my, my daughter, if I'm in the house... Like, she's not allowing it to happen. Which might be why. Like, because <laughs> you do a lot of nights. Like, it might be like, mommy's here now, so mommy has to... But even before I worked nights... It was still... Oh, yeah. Hmm. There are still some nights where they will just insist. And, yeah. yeah. But we've managed to get it down. Um, and, and, like, we also have a very traditional gender separation of duties like she does most of the child care and the cooking and the cleaning and i do the mowing the lawn and i do i do these things um like i'm responsible for our taxes and like right. our retirement planning and she does like our day-to-day budget and so like that's how it's all divided and you know we were talking about this and she sometimes like we talk about like how we've come to this very conventional gendered it's just sort of happens. division of labor well so part of what i was trying to get at with the mental load is like the the fe- 
the reason it matters is because women wind up conditioned into that. Like you watch your mom do it and may, may, yeah. maybe, I don't know, like in, 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 in Kate's case, she watched her mom do it. Right. And in my case, like I'm pretty sure my dad does not know how to cook. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, my dad can't make a piece of toast. Yeah. And yeah. I did watch my mom do it. And I feel guilty constantly because I can't do what she does. Like I, right. I can't get a dinner ready. Like, I, <laughs> and then my mother-in-law too. My mother-in-law, mother-in-law has like, stressed to me so many times, so many times. Yeah. She had three children. She went back to work when they were popping out of her vagina yeah. and then made a meal that night. Like yeah. made a meal every night, you know, and like a real meal, not like oh, here's real, mac and cheese again, a real <laughs> meal that she looked in the fridge and found all these 7 million ingredients and, and did a wand on them. And then they made it <laughs> into food that you could eat. Yeah. You know, that's just, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, but so I, ha- I'm embarrassed to cite this show cause I don't like it, but I can't stop watching. This is us. Nine. No, or no. Oh my this God. Do you watch too. that? It's, every episode and I'm like, show sucks I so bad. Hate the writing the show, is so and then bad. I'm weeping. And then like Sylvester and then Stallone shows up. You're like, what is going on on this show? Hey everybody. Mike, yeah. Mike walked <laughs> in and I was just like crying so hard. And he was like, Oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, I hate this fucking show. <laughs> so bad. But anyway, this last week's episode, thinking about what you were saying about, um, the, like the, the dad, the adopted dad, I forget his name. Anyway, he, they pick in this foster girl and he's like trying to be in charge. He's trying to be in charge of his daughters. He's home now. And his, and he says to his wife, like, but they still go to you when they get hurt. Like I'm home all the time now with them and they still go to you. And I think that's really true. Like yeah. as much as we try to fight while well, dad doesn't help, like the kids still like Levi won't let Rob take him out of the car seat. Yeah. I read the stories like every night, like Rob will read stories, but they just like kind yeah. of prefer that I do it. I know. Because I do better voices. Yeah. But. Here's <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Did your wife breastfeed your children? Yes. How For long? A super long time. Okay. Right? I... And I want to hear from people who did not breastfeed for a single second. And I want to know, like, because I wonder, is it like some deep-rooted attachment mm. thing? Like, That's interesting. She came to my boob for a year. Yeah. <laughs> for, I mean, every hour and a half. Yeah. Like, is that something that's conditioned as a part of that initial sustaining of life? Like, People who don't breastfeed, do you still find that the kids prefer mom as a soothing device? Interesting. That's interesting. I would guess yes. Like I would think biologically they there's just grow out a connection mom. that moms have. There that, was an umbilical cord. Yeah. And we were talking about this a while back. Like they make babies look like dads. They make. They. <laughs> they. <laughs> Are you talking about God, no, bio- like <laughs> biologically, I've read this. Biologically, babies are born looking more male and and like their fathers, so that their fathers connect with them Weird. because mothers are automatically going to connect with them. If I have to go hunt some bison, like I don't have time for. Yeah, like yeah. oh, but you kind of look like me, so I guess you're okay. mine, sort of a I, thing. I guess you're okay, kid. Yeah. Well, so and I remember like now that we're like living in the heebie-jeebies, like 
you know, the guys are supposed to do the skin to skin. Like they encourage yeah. dads yeah. to do the skin to skin as well to promote the same yeah. level of bonding. Now we're in the heebie. Now we're in this world. <laughs> we're in this heebie jeebie touchy yeah. Did you feeling. do that yeah, in the hospital? Uh, they, so they had to go to the NICU. So we were a little limited in how that worked yeah. out. But yeah, I mean, I, I did actually, because Kate couldn't come in for the first like 48 hours cause she was recovering. Okay. And so like, I was the only one that was like going in and seeing them, but. Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's yeah. just different. Yeah. yeah. But okay. You ask your question. No, I, ju- I just think it's so fascinating. Like I, I'm thinking while you were talking, I was thinking about this thing that happened to us this weekend with this medication snafu like iris was was prescribed these two medications for this respiratory infection the only reason that she went to the doctor for the respiratory infection is because i took her on saturday morning because Mm -hmm. i insisted that something yeah she needed to go to the doctor i took her to the doctor the doctor prescribed her these two medications sunday she broke out in hives all over her body everywhere mike his response was and this was legit she has not bathed in five days. <laughs> That's why she has itching all over her body. <laughs> I was like, are you like, please, God, don't ever kill me because she <laughs> like, what will happen? Like, so I called, That's great. I was like, go to the Walgreens now Buy Benadryl. She's having an allergic reaction. So he's like, okay, fine. He did take it upon himself as he went to Walgreens upon my command to call the nurse line. Okay. And, um, so you were like, call the nurse line. (laughs) (laughs) I actually didn't tell him to do that. So he did take that upon himself, which was, I was very impressed. Good, good job. Once the nurse called him back though, and I heard him talking to her, I was like, come put it on speaker. Cause I didn't feel like he was giving her all the information (laughs) that she needed. Cause Mike will say one sentence for every 10 sentences that I say. Yes. And in a situation (laughs) where... We're flipped. We're like, where medical stuff is going on, like, I feel like they need as much information as possible. So then we were told, take her to the doctor, you know, tomorrow. So then I took her to the doctor the next day. Yeah. Then she had another allergic reaction. So I took it upon myself this morning to call the doctor back. Tell, I, I thought maybe it's the flavoring I put into the medication. That's a good thought. So the pharmacy called him. He calls me and says, the pharmacist says that every f- medicine is already flavored naturally. I was like, no, I asked for additional flavoring. He's like, but there, I was like, just let me call, let, let, goodbye. <laughs> I called the pharmacy, yeah. had the conversation that I, that needed to happen. And the pharmacist was like, oh yeah, totally. I totally know what you're saying. Yeah. Like th- this whole saga is exactly what I'm talking about. The manager versus employee thing that you just said. I am the manager and I feel like the employee doesn't do the greatest job all the time. But yeah, do you feel like you're the manager and the employee? Because I manage and then I also do the work. Right. Too. right. But I'm, but yeah, but I'm like a micromanager. Yeah. Where I'm like, you're not doing it the right way but then like literally like she was having hives everywhere so yeah. like was i in the wrong like how <laughs> how do you navigate these things oh so see this is the <laughs> so like when you're being like even as like even as the manager you know you're still dividing up the tasks, tasks. and knowing what has to be done so like even when i'm doing stuff 
Like, I'm still not having to do the broader thinking about the future of our company. You're right. executing right. Your, your company. <laughs> right here, like right that. now. I, yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> so I'm just following, like, the basic mission to, like, get home at the end of the day and, right. and yeah. like, not hang have out to by take the water home. cooler. Right. right. Company offers great benefits. But so let me – I'm interested. So Because we've talked about a chore list, which yeah. sounds so, like – yeah. <laughs> did it, ha- but you said like it kind of helped. Like, was Kate happy with this list or Happier. did she wind up slowly taking things back? Not really. Okay. Uh, we, and so like, again, we're in a weird, I think it's hard for us right now, especially because like w- at first we were both working from home. It's like we sort of are now in a position where actually neither of us are working from home Te- temporarily, I'm sure, hopefully. Uh, but like we're both around the house. So, like, mm-hmm. if the man is going off and has a day job and, like, literally physically is not present in the house yeah. to do stuff during the day, like, that's kind of a thing. Um, but I, I I am home. It's like, I theoretically could be doing stuff. Right. I'm, like, working, in, in air quotes, uh, but, like, I'm physically present. And it's like, that makes the division, like, having a clear delineation so much more important. And yeah. she's not working from home anymore. She is doing some consulting stuff. Okay. But like, so again, like we're now, because I'm, I'm out of the job for right now, like we both have the same level of work. Actually, she's working more than I am now because she has a consulting project and I don't. Right. And so we did a little mini switch where like I'm taking an additional two nap times and an afternoon of childcare so that I can like take some additional time back from her so mm-hmm. that she can have more time. And it sucks because, like, we're constantly negotiating over time. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Like, it, it's just constant, like, um, what, it, like, ma- managing time. That's, like, yeah. all it is. Yeah. It's, like, it. it's, it's all it is. Like, but, maybe when your kids are little, maybe it changes when they're older. Yeah. I, don't, I doubt it because then you got to drive them to soccer yeah. and all that garbage. So, we, I, here, let, I don't know if oh either God, one of you. What sentence are is she gonna right? say? <laughs> I don't know if either one of you feel this way, but I feel this way. I my husband makes the bulk of the funds in our in our finances, yeah. and I have a a flexible job that pays me zero dollars. So I often feel guilty, especially on the weekends or when he comes home from work. I'm like he just worked a lot, and I'm not. I did too, and I work a lot, and I'm working on schoolwork but i still feel bad and so when he says like oh, i just want to sit and relax or i just want to or i'll encourage it i'll be like yeah put on football it's fine i don't care you know me and the kids will be um doing whatever so i don't and but that's on me but then also like isn't that nice i don't know i mean like the, i feel the thing is like you've been working all day too yeah it's just a different kind of work it's just a different kind of work and it's also like as mentally draining definitely to think about all the stuff that has to get done and so like like what we talked about is like we've come to a very like gendered division of labor but we came to it via very like deliberative process like we're in the same situation like, yeah i have i have so far made most of the money in our family right and she did her phd for seven and a half years and and you guys didn't have kids when she was in school or no did you? no okay. she did her defense of her dissertation while she was like seven months pregnant with okay. twins she is a superhero i don't know yeah, how she did it that's amazing um so and like we came to a point where like literally she had just finished her phd and i had a job offer to go to the uae and make money and we we're like how do we weigh this? Like I could go do this, follow my career. She could follow her career. And like, we were both willing to have it be the other person that made the money. Right. And like, we decided together that we would go to the UAE and do it knowing that that meant that she'd have to be 
managing the household. Right. Right. But we discussed it. It was collaborative and it wasn't like I expected it of her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in like a transitional period right now because Mike like just got a job, job out of the house for real. You're gone Mm -hmm. from eight and I don't see you till five type thing. So now it's like that stuff has to follow me anyway. Yeah. But even when it wasn't like that, I still took it on. You right. know, like he was doing some of it though, right? Or not really. He does a lot of um he walks the dog three times a day. He That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a it's huge dog. It's a, it, <laughs> <laughs> it counts he takes for three massive dogs. dumps. Um yeah, he walks the dog. He uh, he often does the dishes. He um helps like clean and and he kind of like does his own laundry and I do my own. Like we, we kind of like right. divide that in a way. Um, but like, and then like of late he's been making Iris's lunch every day. But then like today I am a monster is essentially what I've come <laughs> to realize. But like she won't eat this turkey sandwich anymore. Like she just won't eat she it. Will. She's like stopped. She's like, fuck you. I'm not eating this anymore. Like you've made it for me 15 times and I'm done. And so he made it for her again today. And I was like, she won't eat that anymore after he had already made it. And I'm like, well, what feedback? How is that helpful? Like, yeah. How is that helpful? It's already been made. He didn't know that she won't eat it anymore because he wasn't there when I got home at three o'clock and put it in the trash can. Like, right, right, right. You know, <laughs> like I didn't communicate that to him. So how do you like, so how do, how does your wife take some of the, like, how does a wife take some of the mental load and just take it off? Like, cause at the end of the day, a lot of it doesn't fucking matter too. Like, mm, I think that was a important. part of some of that article that we were talking about last week. It's just like some of these lists are like, they're stupid. They're dumb. Like what? Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Right. Like yeah. today I had to bring in a snack for ho- their Halloween party. And I was like, well, I don't, I'm not going to just bring like I could have made a really easy snack, but I made it difficult on myself because I wanted them to eat healthy food, which is stupid. Yeah, we're lazy. We don't do that. Yeah, like who cares? What is it? Nobody's going to eat cut up cucumbers. Like not one kid is going to eat a cucumber that I cut up. They could be weird. You don't know. They might be. We like like flashback to our first episode. Yeah. You make things difficult. I make them difficult. Like you made those stupid Valentine's homemade. I will (laughs) never forget that. First conversation conversation we ever had. Like I would never. But I'll never do it again. Do that. I learned a valuable lesson. Yeah. We all learned a valuable lesson. Yeah. Like last year I made their costumes. This year I was like, goodbye. I will go to Target. This year my friend made her costume. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, but you made costumes. Uh, Kate made the costumes. Okay. <laughs> uh, but you know, to to your point, I I think that part of it is that to a great extent, Kate still has almost the entire mental load. Like I'll I'll do some tasks. Like I give her time mm-hmm. to have more time to think about it. But like all I've done is take off time, not the like actual thought process. The only way that that happens, and like when we were when we were trying to make our task list or whatever. Like one of the times, one of the things we tried to do is to like make them. This sounds horrible. Like ca- like categories. Yeah. Because yeah. the only way to like actually remove the mental load of a thing is to take off the entire category of things labeled, for example, like laundry. Right. So like if if one of us is doing all of the laundry, then the other person never has to think about doing laundry. I mean, you do that. So did you yeah. take that on? No, Kate does the laundry. But like, I'm giving an example. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, man, if you did that, uh, like, you get all the awards. Yeah. And, 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 like, actually, now now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not, I can't think of, a of like, a full category that I've taken. So... <laughs> I, I I am not trying to sell myself. <laughs> You're saying I should give a relationship. And I'm like, no, no. Uh, but you know, but the first step, the first yeah, step is, is like like, acknowledge is power. The first step is acknowledging you have yeah. a problem. Uh, <laughs> right. But you, okay. What is what is your mental load consist of? Yeah. Aaron? Well, and so like, the the well, yeah. Sorry. No, I I totally bogarted your entire thought process, <laughs> and I dropped a bomb of a question on you that you weren't even ready to answer. And so, so this gets back to the, like the career thing is like in general, like right now the idea is still that I will get a job at some point, maybe after some more school, I don't know. Um, but that I'll have a job and that I'll be doing the majority of the money making for right now. And so that is a thought process. I have to think about going on LinkedIn and is my profile to date. And I'm like, what do I need to know? Do I need to do this research? But all of that thought and like so when, when, when I had a full-time job, my full-time job was this got us into arguments all the time because I'm a Middle East analyst. And so my job literally is to know everything <laughs> as much as I can right. all the time. And like to be as up to date as possible, which meant that I'm like looking at Twitter in the morning and she'd be like, Hey, you're looking at Twitter at the breakfast table. I was like, I gotta know what's going on, which is a bullshit excuse. But you know, I, I was looking at jokes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Kate. Uh, but like I, I did. I, need, I needed to know what's what's going on. That's my job, and so like that's what I'm thinking about all the time. That's what occupies my mental load. Is like work. Like work does not leave. Work does not stop when I leave. I still have to think about it. Yeah. But the difference is that if I take a two hour break from thinking about the Israel Palestine question, like our kids aren't going to starve. Or like not get bathed or whatever. So like there's a very different sense of immediacy and the importance of the tasks that like fall under these categories. So like right. I'm thinking super like long term, like what are we gonna do as a career? Are yeah. we gonna live in Houston or DC? How do salaries work? What's a four oh one K? you're like money money is your mental money is a lot of your yeah. mental load. Which yeah. we talked about and this again, last week. Yeah. And that's super gendered. Like yeah. that's how you sort of come to this 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 thing. But yeah. like it's a very long-term thing, and although it is present, it is, like, shuntable in theory. Like, mm-hmm. it's there, but, like, I can not think about jobs for a day and take our kids to the zoo. Like, yeah. But, like, if I don't do whatever I'm thinking about for a day, it doesn't really matter. Like, mm-hmm. there's no quantifiable difference in where we'll wind up in 10 years if I did this versus not. Whereas if like they don't have their lunches made and don't go to school on time, like that has an immediate visible immediate impact. Yeah. I used to have a boss who, a male boss who would say men don't know how to multitask and women do. And I didn't like, it was always like sort of a funny joke between us. Cause I would be doing eight things at once and he would be like, stop. I, I have, I can only do this one thing. Um, but I think that's pretty true in terms of your thought process, right? Like you get on one thought and you're like, this is what I need to do. I used to make fun of Rob because I used to say the only song going through his head all the time was, my name is Rob. I like to eat. Because <laughs> often he's thinking about food uh-huh. and himself. Fair enough. <laughs> and I love him very much. Uh, it's good. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try to do lots of things and then fail at all of them. Like, like do you agree that men are like worse multitaskers than women? Only because I am constantly trying to multitask. I think that's more has more to do with me being super ADD than me being like an effective multitasker. 
And no one's ineffective. I don't think anyone's very effective in their multitasking. My, I always my burn has something. A lot of trouble multitasking. Did yeah. they do some study that was like people that say they're multitaskers are actually just bad at lots of things? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you only can have like three or four active thoughts in your brain at once, and once you add another one, it just pushes one out of the way. So you're just yeah. like drop, basically Dropping burning. Balls. Yeah, it's yeah. just the like homer simpson monkey yeah symbol in there (laughs) yes that's basically what it is so what's the solution we cannot come up with one but what's like a potential solution so this list kind of worked for you so would you recommend it to others i I would to the extent that like taking something from being unspoken to making it spoken like helps you kind of recognize like, like there there is definitely an imbalance and like at one point we like tried to make like actually like you know, I have a 40 hour a week job or whatever. Like how many hours is this? Like how many hours like are actually we a doing time chart. of stuff? But that was a nightmare and we gave up also because I don't think either of us really wants to see that chart in physical <laughs> form. Right. Um, but like making it spoken, making sure that like it's the product of active decisions. Um, because intentional, I th- intentional. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think like a lot of the issue with the woman that wrote the article about mental load and the and the comic or the the the, the, the sort of illustration is that it is unspoken assumed it just kind of happens without anybody saying it or thinking about it and that the man is is 100% unaware of the load that is going on and it's like I'm super aware of it. it makes me feel bad uh but like we can do stuff to address it if you talk about it right right and so i think that is super important i think communicating yeah Yeah. i think that's a good note like me if if you don't talk about it how we we assume that you guys know everything that's going on in our heads and then we get mad at you when you don't and that and like that's what leads to problems is like you know if you don't know what's happening yeah or you don't under like i can I can know that Kate is frustrated about it and not do anything about it. Right. <laughs> but like, if I didn't know that she's frustrated, then like at some point down the line, I'm going to find out. And it oh yeah. And it's going to be not fun. No, I'm going to find out. Yeah. More often than not, I'll find out pretty quickly. Yeah. Kate, I love you. <laughs> I usually let the load like load up, like the load it up, then drop the bomb. Last year you didn't, <laughs> My, hus- my husband has like such an incredible ability to harbor shit for like years. Like he will not tell me something bothered him for like three years. And then like, <laughs> great. I'm like what? Like, I don't remember what happened yesterday. Yeah. Do you remember how in 1995? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's very me. impressive. I'm like, your mental file cabinet is just top notch. Deep, deep. <laughs> Like I, I feel like I get angry quickly, and no. I get—it's true. <laughs> I know it's hard to see, but I let go of stuff as quickly. Really? Like I—I'll get like really worked up, and then I'll feel all that stuff, and then I'm fine because I've felt all that stuff. Where I think Mike, like, stays pretty neutral all the time, and so he's never like, <laughs> like having that passionate response right, where right. like. He can feel it and let go of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think that it's just like how we deal with things. And so I'm able to let go of stuff because I've like gone through the, the range of emotions mm-hmm. and like I'm done. Whereas like if you're not really going through that, then it kind of just sits there mm-hmm. in the well. Yeah. Yeah. 
dark well. Yeah. <laughs> dark well of hatred. Of relationships. Yeah. Do you, do, so do you and your wife have a similar um, communication, like, uh, style? Love language. It sounds mm. like you guys communicate pretty well. Mm. I, I'm really wary of like <laughs> yeah. putting us up as any sort of example of anything. I talk all the time. She doesn't talk that much. Okay. Um, we finished like we have now gotten to this thing of like we will suddenly think and then say the exact same thing at the exact same time. Like we'll make the same little like wordplay joke at the exact same time, which is weird. I think <laughs> that's because we've been together a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't, I don't know about, oh, that, that, that's that, that like love language quiz. We're very different people. Really? I think, really? uh, <clears throat> like she's much more quiet, uh, like, you know, is a more, is a much more introverted, not as like a judgment or negative thing, right. but mm-hmm. she likes to be by herself and I like to come on podcasts <laughs> talk <laughs> about her <laughs> and we appreciate that yeah. very much do you and rob have the same uh, communication style uh no <laughs> i literally couldn't get through that sentence no. without laughing well i think i've said this on this podcast many times but my husband's mo in life is feelings are gay <laughs> and he says that in the most derogatory way which is, so don't repeat that to anybody but we're rob yes. don't tell anyone that don't tell anyone that, that i just other told than all of the listeners <laughs> all five of you um this i feel this is pretty I like the idea of just talking about it just putting it out there. and but I think we should note like you are a, a hashtag woke kind of a dude yeah, like I'm sure there's plenty of women listening who would be like my husband would never never yeah and probably some some husbands listening who would be like please tell me about this and their wives would never share you know so step it up husbands step it up husbands Talk about it, wives. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the best advice. That's that's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. Step it up. It really does or come down off, to like pop off. What, what works best for you. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. everybody's going to have a different arrangement. Yeah. It is interesting that we've got like three pretty liberal progressives sitting around a table and we all have very gender. <laughs> yeah. Uh, standard norm relationships. Yeah. 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 Just like kind of interesting to me. But yeah, it comes from your parents. And it's very different. Like if you, if you went to my, my mom's, like when, when, when I go, go home now, like I'll see my mom, like she's doing the dishes, she's making all the food. She's like, and she will also insist on doing all the stuff for our kids, like giving them their bath, putting them to bed. Yeah. And if you try to do anything, she will fight you. Yeah. She will like hold you away with one hand while she does the dishes so that you can't (laughs) help her. Um, like she will go down swinging if you like. Yeah. Yeah. And we, she she wants to do it. I've had to stop fighting her. Right. We, we've lived with my parents on a couple of occasions for different reasons. And Mike is like very active in helping with chores. So like he'll help load the dishwasher and do all these things and clean up the house. And she's just like, cannot wrap her head around it. Like she just doesn't understand. (laughs) Like, yeah, what are you doing? Like how your, your husband does this. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, but it was just so foreign to her. Fucking better. I mean, fucking better. Yeah. But my dad, like, you know, he was, he went to work in the morning, woke up at six. We didn't see him until seven o'clock. Yep. She had dinner ready for him every single night. Like, you know, that was just kind of how it worked in our house. Not my house, but that's fine. (laughs) 
we'll push that aside. My dad likes to cook, but he actually likes to, like, he enjoys cooking. But, like, I, the one, like, male thing that I wish Rob would do would be barbecuing, because that seems like a really male thing for some reason. <laughs> that's what my dad cooks. That's the what one dudes thing. do. Neither of our husbands, Neither eat, of our husbands meat. eat meat. Oh. So that's not it's happening. Like, barbecue some mushrooms. Go away. <laughs> the mushrooms. Get your motherfucking <laughs> mushrooms yeah. out here. Well, enjoy a good barbecued mushroom. I do like a mushroom. Go yeah. some uh, uh, cream cheese stuffed jalapenos. Well, that sounds delicious. Wrap in bacon if for you. And, <laughs> you have a grill. Yeah. Do yeah. you use it? I love grilling. Only is... in the summer when it's a thousand degrees. Right. <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. Why not? When I had a grill, I used it all the time too. I, I love grilled grilling. food. Is it's yummy. delicious. Grilling I'm is great. Eat some grilled yeah. food right now. Grill a pizza. Grill a pizza. I would love it. to. We have friends who That's so smart. Who like to grill their pizzas. House in the summer. That's yeah, great. like you grill it from raw pizza dough. You make the dough. I think you like bake it for. Or no, you don't. You just like you put it. You put down j- just the dough at first. This is our cooking podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, put, you put down just the dough first. Let it cook for just a second. <laughs> then you cover it and all the stuff, and then you put it back in. It takes like a very f- cool five minutes. Great. That's great. I don't have a grill, but when I get one, yep. some some point in my future, Gr- grilled pizza. Grilled pizza. I will grill up some pizza, Can or you I will call it, and like, have them though, deliver without it. Grilled cherries, dough, or cheese. Mm, you mean just like put a bunch of pe- pepperoni on the grill? I think no we're I think either. we're back to a grilled mushroom. <laughs> grilled mushrooms. Oh, that's what lovely. we've come back around to that with sauce. None pizza with left <laughs> beef. Moral of the stories today are make a list and grill some mushrooms. Yep. <laughs> The good kind. This is so great that you came on. I'm glad that you listened. This <laughs> and is talking food. With yes, talking food. <laughs> Two people that don't know how to cook. I um, made pasta last night and I heated up some turkey bolognese from Trader Joe's. So you're welcome. Yeah, that's, that's great. Great. Yeah. That's pretty okay. great. Um, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. And sharing your opinion. And I feel like if there's other dads out there listening who want to weigh in on this, maybe there's one or two. Who want to talk about their mental load, but I it was like a real realistic mental load. That it was great. Got. We yeah. asked our husbands to come and talk yeah. about their mental and loads, both. and they both said, "I'm not coming on your stupid yeah. show." You're welcome, guys. I'm stepping up for, for you. Yeah. Thank you. All right, um, all right. Yes, yeah, send us an email. Week. Send us a message. Have fun Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah, happy yeah. Halloween. eat candy. Eat it. Sugar's great. Trick, 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 trick. Sorry, I will stop doing that. Okay, please. Okay, bye. bye. You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter. At hands off parents, or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands off parents is Steph and Abby. Milk and